This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. You can be a patron too for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content every month, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to spend a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. Uh, that is our producer-level credit. Thank you, Jeremiah Dempster, for supporting the show. Now, on to the podcast. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends. It shouldn't never ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 265, That Japanese Move. Ooh. Good luck figuring out that one, people. <laughs> you won't. Turn in Japanese. I'm saying I'm turning Unless Japanese. they just type Google and figure it out quickly, but aside from that. I mean, that's kind of how it works, right? It's just yeah. I'm not sure what to do. Just Google it now. Yeah. Um, which I'm going to do because I never heard of it. Good. Um, all right. So... Big win for the Red Bulls. Uh, going down to Atlanta, neither, none of us thought they were going to win. Uh, I predicted a loss. You guys predicted the draws. But came out on top of a 3-1 victory. And thankfully, it seems like everybody's okay. Yes. So. Yes. Long, ter- long term, it's, it's it's okay. But it was a little scary at the end of the game on Sunday. Um, Red Bulls give up the first goal. Almost gave up a second one, but VAR spotted a foul. So <laughs> VAR power. I should have just named this episode VAR power. Yeah, I mean, that's what it comes down to. At this Behold point. the power of VAR. Um, Ray Phillips draws a penalty at the end of the first half, and um, Royer very cheekily chips in. <laughs> like, when I, because the, the way the camera goes for that shot, like, I thought he missed for a second. Mm hmm. Because of how high it went, but thankfully didn't. Uh, and then they came out and basically destroyed him in the second half. In the beginning, that was it. Um, yeah. So, uh, tweets, Truman. You got the the tweets ready to go? I do, but okay. This is what I'm going to do with the tweets, everybody. Uh, you all tweeted us. Tweet at us more when we're not talking about potential injury. <laughs> well. Um, I'm just gonna this this. Hold on. This is what we're going to do, everybody. I'm just going to. Thank everybody for tweeting at us, which is, of course, Red Coast J, uh, Michael Lathrop, Silvana Budersheim. Jay, you should read all these names. Stuart Marcus. Uh, Grateful Shred 23, Casey Jones was the one who got our reference from last week. So I just oh, knew yeah. he got do it. Do it. He's the only do one. It. Uh, Demonio. Uh, Viking Jesus just said yes, which I guess is good. Uh, Joel Bischoff said couldn't really tell what happened. Did Kamar get hit by the field? Did his chin at the turf? I don't know. Very weird. That uh, is fine. <laughs> at S Durso five, uh, speed soccer system, uh, El Metro fan. Boy, you guys tour accounts are annoying. Uh, Metro fan number one says hashtag ban turf and at section 201. Everyone talked about Kamar and Tyler. And we know they're both healthy and ready to go this weekend. So thank you all. Thank you for tweeting us all. I'm just not going to read off four million. Um, you know, hoping these guys. Yeah, it was the better tweets. Same message, just different mm. ways of saying it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Casey Jones did mention that uh, Mayor played great, which he absolutely did. Yes. Uh, and he made the point that there isn't a team in the league we can't step up to at this point. And I think this weekend kind of proved that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Mayor had a few big saves in the first half. That honestly. Any of those go in, this game never happens the way it does. So, right. yeah. I mean, uh, so let's get into our likes and dislikes, though. So we'll start with dislikes, and uh, Pat, we'll start with you. What did you dislike the most about this one? Um, I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, what do you dislike about this one? I mean, I, I guess you could say, I mean, even though everything turned out fine, you can certainly dislike the injuries. You don't want to see those types of things happen. Um, you know, uh, I, you know what? I just, you know, this is it's sort of game related. Here's my dislike. Paul Gardner's article on Soccer America 
saying Jesse Marsh plays an ugly brand of soccer. Oh my God, please. I'm glad you, I'm glad you reminded me of that. And yeah, no, I just, just popped in my head, thankfully. Uh, and the whole, like that they're not creative, which Mark Fishkin, uh, posted, uh, he, a comment on that article basically saying, uh, Paul, the, uh, the rebels have the assist leader in the league right now. So let's quiet with the not creative. But yeah, yeah that's my big dislike. Cause he certainly tells you like, man, the rebels, they just swarm defensively. And I'm like, yeah, that's good. It is good that they swarm defensively and cause turnovers. So uh, yeah, I, I just, I mean, granted though, the article is basically about is Jesse Marsh a good candidate for us national team. Uh, but either way, yes, yeah, so that's my big dislike. It's kind of related to this game. Kind of not, but, that's what I'm going with. That guy sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll put aside the injuries because we know everyone's okay. Uh, I I could rant about the refereeing just with there should have been actually a couple more calls mm-hmm. that didn't get called. But I'm just going to say this, that, yeah, in the first half, the Red Bulls did get exposed a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, one cost them a goal, and one – actually, I think one or two, Ryan Mayer made some unbelievable saves, so they kind of yes. saved their ass. So they definitely weren't all together in that first half defensively. And, uh, I mean, really, that was the only dislike, I think, aside from, I guess, again, the injuries. It was just they did get exposed early on. Maybe it was the environment. Uh, I guess that's it, right? I mean, I don't know. This team doesn't really have nerves. It's not like they get nervous about games like this. They're used to playing in big situations. Right. So just little spots like that, just kind of falling asleep on defense early on in the first half. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to – all right. I'm talking about referees, but I'm not going to go – I'm going to talk about one specific call. Okay. Um, so I think it was Lorena Witz got the red card and then got – his got turned over. Yes. Right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So I understand why I got turned over. All right. I, I honestly agree with you being turned over. Mm-hmm. My problem is the rules that – and it's, and it's not – I'm not blaming the referees. I'm actually blaming the rules because – the way the rules have been interpreted for the last few years is if your studs are exposed and hit another player, it's a red card, right? Mm-hmm. Remember Felipe Martin against um, New England where he goes and hits the ball and his foot rolls over the ball mm-hmm. and and he got red carded? It, Correct. It's the consistency that that rule is not being applied is my issue. And you know what's funny is that I just watched that MLS rewind show and uh, Taylor Twelman actually mentions that is there a little bit of lack of consistency with these calls mm. and, and not the actual calls on the field. Just, it should be consistent. Go. How many times yeah. have we missed the consistency with refereeing on this podcast? Yeah. Well, how many it, times? What, what, what show is this? 265? I'd yeah. say 200 times. <laughs> so what I, what I will say is I, I think the way the rule was written or either written or interpreted, whichever way it goes, the way, the way it's being used is probably too harsh. Mm-hmm. Like the Fleeman Martin's call, I don't think was a red card. Uh, mm-hmm. this, this, I don't think was actually a red card. I don't think it was either. So no. I don't blame the ref for, for overturning it. But the mm-hmm. problem is, when you, for years you're saying that that is a red card, then it has to be in this game. It can't be a situational red card. It has to be a... If you're telling me if my studs are exposed and I rake another player that I'm a re- that I'm red carded, you have to be consistent with it. Right. I actually agree with taking the red card away. I felt like it wasn't deserved, but it's just the fact that it's not the rule is not being consistently applied. Cool. So. All right. There you are. So how how was that? Was that too much? Too much of my normal bombastic self for the referee. Uh, no, I think that was I think that was adequate. <laughs> I would say not over the top. It seems about right. Considering I'm that we're definitely going to talk about more about refereeing. So oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So likes the game. Uh, I want to go first because I usually never go first. Uh, just the way this team came out in the second half, like for as much as they were. So the weird thing was when they started the first half, they had. Arguably the better, like what, 10, 15 minutes, the first 10, 15, like they were arguably looking like the better team mm-hmm. and then kind of stepped off the gas. Yep. Well, the second half, they came out and if, I felt like they played better than they did the first 15 of the first half. So it's like they came out and stepped on the gas more 
and that's what led to the two goals. Yeah, for sure. Uh, pressed work to just perfection. Yeah. Pure perfection, uh, especially on the first, the, the second goal, I think, of the game. And the first goal in the second half, I think, um, where they got the turnover midfield. No, no, actually, no. Hold on. I'm trying you're to think. Th- you're thinking the third one. Third goal. Yeah, the third goal. The, the, the one that Atlanta fans saying was a foul before. Right. That's what yeah. you're thinking of. Right. Um, but, yeah, they right. definitely just kind of balls it all and dominated the second half. I mean, completely dominated it. Yeah. Seems to be a Red Bull's M.O. Yeah. You can't go wrong with that. Uh, all right. My like. Uh, I want to talk about VAR again because we're going to, there's plenty more to talk about. Um, but I just want to mention again that it's crazy that this, this VAR streak, uh, for the Red Bulls is going quite well. Uh, Atlanta never gets that second goal. I think that was a proper call. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazingly, again, Taylor Tolman, the man who hates the Red Bulls did too. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought, I thought the red card being rescinded, I thought that was a proper call. It was just, it was used properly and it was used enough. And honestly, did not slow down the game whatsoever. No. Because on the non on the goal that became a non goal, he looked at the TV for what? A few moments and was like, oh, okay. Boom. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not dragging the game on at all. I think it's taking a good amount of time and it's making the game better. And no one can bitch about the results when they're using it properly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, me. I just, you know, hey, I like uh, the continued uh, play of BWP. I mean, the mm-hmm. guy is lights out. Um, you know, he, he's uh, really put the team on his shoulders this year. And then, I mean, uh, he, he's has more help than he has in years past for sure. Uh, especially with the Kaku uh, coming in there and getting the assists. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been a really exciting season so far. And you know, the fact that this team can go on the road in a place like the Mercedes Benz Stadium. Um, and get a get three points is it's impressive and it's so it's a really nice thing to watch and hopefully they don't do anything to screw up that momentum more on that later and and we we talked about this the three of us uh through our constant message chats is that he scored two goals in this game uh neither with a foot mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just showing how prolific of a goal scorer this guy he yeah. really is doing it every single way he asked for and both of those headers were absolutely sick. The one from Kaku was just unbelievable. Oh yeah. What a goal. What a dagger. Uh to really just put that game away. Three one, it was it was clearly over. Oh yeah. And it's just it's amazing. It's really amazing. Two goals. Didn't have to put his foot on it at all. I I just thinking briefly, I don't know how many more touches he had in that game. Not not a lot, right? Not not that many, uh, especially in the first half. Not really that much in the second. But when he touched the ball twice, he only needed to touch it once, and that was with his head. Yeah, yeah. He was pretty quiet through most of the first half, so it was. I, I think drawing the penalty kind of woke him up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's there for halftime, and then he came out and just did that, and just kind of um, to so. I haven't gone there in a while. So the MLS subreddit, they have an image in the top uh, left-hand corner. And I guess changed every once in a while. So right now, I'm, I'm going to describe the text first. So the text reads, wondering how to score like Bradley Wright Phillips. Does anybody remember the old um, infomercials for Head On? Hmm. Was it one of those ball wave devices, one of those? No, it wasn't. No, then I don't know. What did you say? The commercial? Yeah. Oh, the head-on applied directly to the forehead? Yep. Yeah. It, it was the topical cream to relieve head aid, he- headaches. You would place it directly on your forehead and, like, spread it around real quick. Hmm. <laughs> it's just funny because it's... Uh, yeah, obviously. I'm... That's the silliest thing I've ever heard. I don't know if I ever saw those commercials. Well, it was like one of those uh, late night infomercial things. So if you hmm. weren't around to catch it, then... I did like late nights, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but you were out doing other stuff at late night, right? right? Yeah, so. sure. Sure I was. Uh, all right, so afterthoughts, anything else about this game we want to discuss? I will say that we talked about it last week that we thought this was going to be one hell of a game to watch for national TV, and it was absolutely that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely that. It had all the drama. Uh, it was a 3-1 win for the Red Bulls, so maybe not quite the back and forth that I'm sure – 
Oh, honestly, we were expecting, right? We kind of thought it was going to go back and forth. Um, but I mean, you had Bradley Ray Phillips with two spectacular goals. Yeah. Had a great atmosphere until the Red Bulls, uh, pretty much practically shut them up. You had drama, injury drama. You had Jesse going crazy, Jesse hugging, uh, sideline referees. <laughs> you ha- I mean, it was really, it was unbelievable. You couldn't ask for a, a better game to watch while driving home, uh, from Massachusetts. Now, I wouldn't suggest doing that, but you know, sometimes you have to do things to watch a soccer game. Sometimes you gotta do things. That's right. Sometimes you just gotta do it. Do it. So I, you know, I have a history of bashing referees. I have to read this. Um, so this is from the quote sheet after the game. This is uh, Atlanta United coach Harado uh, Martino, and uh, somebody asked him. Uh, if VAR had a direct influence on the game. I'm sure and he said yes. So so here's the funny thing. So context first. Mark Geiger was the VAR referee for this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also the center ref for their last home game against Kansas City, which they lost. So his response, or his um, response was, I don't want to take away credit from the Red Bulls, so I don't want to justify it with VAR because Red Bulls is a very good team and the same for Kansas City. But the reality is that both games had the same protagonist. And when I say the same, I'm not talking about the referee. I'm talking about the same person. In one game, he refereed. In other, he reviewed. And they were decisive in the outcome of the game. Really, the play on the penalty they call very few times have I seen that called even a foul, let alone a penalty. It's very difficult to understand that someone could have seen a foul, however they call a penalty, and it was to be at minimum 1-0 at half, and everything adds up. The penalty, the goal taken away from Josef, the red card on Jeff, they're very important situations in the game. He was so fucking salty about VAR. Can we just say, can we say that there was some epic saltiness going on after that game and, with and, Atlanta fans? I mean, like, epic Twitter saltiness. And I'd say this. People are were so upset at Mark Iger for being involved, but Geiger's not the one that makes the final call. He's just like, hey, take a look at this. It's up to you to decide. Right. So Penso's the one making the call. All Geiger's doing is pointing out that there's a possibility that the call is wrong. That's all that in this game, that's all Geiger's role was. Can and I get everybody's putting everything on Geiger, not Penso. It's so fucking funny. I like the guy that mentioned how many losses the Red Bull slash Metro Stars have in their history. What that means? Nothing. But the guy brought it up for some reason. Brought it up. No one knows why. I mean, from from an Atlanta fan that's been around for two years, sure. Yeah. Yeah, man, they were just... Boy, they were like Smurf-level sad. Mm-hmm. I mean, just just take the L and move on. I mean, I mean, I get it. You don't like certain calls. But... They got a call that went their way. They did. And then they... You know what's really funny, too? I, I thought this was funny. So they get the red call rescinded, right? Couldn't you smell another red card coming? They were like, they were asking for another card. Mm-hmm. Asking and for, and they should have gotten one more. Two more. Really? Because there was, there was a, I can't remember who, but I think there was a scissor tackle in there that I saw that was like, well, come on, that's got to be a red, and then nothing the, happened. The one that got was, I think, the one tackle on Davis that was finally the sending off. Cause, well, that's because well, it was spikes directly into the side of his leg. <laughs> right, and was it Velo who I think got tackled from behind? And oh, that that's was Jesse right. that's crazy was. over the clear scoring opportunity that was only yeah. a yellow card. Yes, that's what um, it was. It should have been, it should have been a denial of goal scoring, denial of obvious goal scoring opportunity. And, right. Uh, and it's the replay they even said as much. But I mean, I, I've never seen a team just beg for a red at that point. Yeah. Like, I don't know. What are they trying to prove? I, I really don't know. Did they not know how to contain themselves at some point? I, I don't know. They really just kind of broke down there. Yeah. Well, you get bitch slapped at home. Yeah. You, you melt down. Right, yeah. But I mean, you know, not helping yourself for future games. I mean, yeah, they're only going to have one guy missing the next game, but it could have been way worse. Yeah. All right. Uh, so moving on, prediction standings. Nothing changed. So Pat's still uh, in first place. Yeah. Um, no emails this week, by the way. Okay. Uh, yeah. What about the voicemail from last week that we didn't get to play? Oh, son of a bitch! All right. You know what? I'm gonna download that while because I don't. 
I don't think it matters where we play this. I need to download it still. Alrighty. Uh, or actually, I might have it already, but it needs to like get processed. Oh, okay. So I'll kind of work on it as we're as, as we're talking. So <clears throat> we got a voicemail um, from a ghost. I yeah, we did. It, yeah. it was in, intense. All right, you know, what? I was going to re-download it because it's easier. Um, so big news, obviously, uh, Kamar Lawrence, Tyler Adams, uh, both came out of the game. Uh, against Atlanta at, with, at the same time, at, yeah. At the same time, um, Kamar Lawrence had that weird um, going down to the ground thing he was I, trying to do, and for I some would reason, love to get further explanation about what the hell happened there. Yeah, because it's Earth really, monster. I yeah, but I mean, like to the point that he looked paralyzed. I mean, yeah, like, like what? Well, yeah, I I I just want to know what the hell. Yeah, because that was scary. I mean, I thought it was, let me, you know, look, me, it looked like ball to throat. I mean, I thought maybe like something got effed up there, but um, I, I would and, love more detail. And not even a, a clearly no concussion because he would definitely be missing this game. Oh, yeah. If there was concussion. So, yeah. Yeah, very, very odd. Mm-hmm. And, uh, was Adams came out of the game because his knee was hurting. Mm hmm. And, it was just like one of them would have been bad, but both at the same exact time. It was just like, yeah, no, this is not going well. Um, but thankfully, seem to be both of them seem to be okay. Um, Marcia said that they may both uh, come back to the lineup this week against uh, Philadelphia. So nice. At least there's that. Um, Filthy. So let's actually use that to jump into talking about Philadelphia. Which uh, I, I just want to say kudos to whoever found my tweet from three years ago from Philly Indifference Week hashtag that said uh, <laughs> Philadelphia peaked in 1776. And so, <laughs> someone liked it. I don't remember who. And I'll that, <laughs> which, okay, okay. Speaking of which, the, the fact that Philadelphia on Twitter is trying to troll us is kind of funny. I, I think the fact that they tried to troll the city of New York when maybe they should just take a good hard look in the mirror and see how terrible that place is. Mm. But it's just it, it, it's just the fact that they were like, what was it? The tweet I saw was somebody smashing a car with the Red Bulls logo on it. And my first thought was, you're paying money to put the Red Bulls logo on the car. Mm-hmm. So in theory, Red Bull is getting some sort of money for that. For Free you. advertising. Yeah, that's exactly. True. That's true. Some like a penny. Something's happened to them. Yeah, again, they're going to piece a little bit. And then the Red Bulls' response was just so perfect. It was like, I, I really wish I could remember what it was off the top of my head. It was like, you hate us because you're you hate us because you ain't us. Right? Yeah, that's what it is. You hate us because you ain't us. Right? Yeah. It's just like that's such a perfect thing. And of course, I love like. Red Bulls fans are just the best, I, I, and it's not even bragging. It's just the truth. Uh, we're the best at sarcastic tweets, clever tweets. You, I mean, I'll give her, I'll give us that. The Red Bulls Twitter, you know, Twitter account. Um, it, he's the king. You, we can't be stopped. Like, don't try to zing us because you're going to get it a hundredfold worse. Yeah. And of course, well, three or four of us tw- p- immediately posted the Mike Grella goal. <laughs> oh yeah. That, uh, we were there for that. that was yeah. Yep. All right. So let's actually talk about the game now. Uh, so Philadelphia is coming to New York on Saturday, the 26th, 7 p.m. Eastern start time. Can we broadcast on uh, MSG proper? Philadelphia this year is 4-5-2 and two with a one four zero record on the road. So they're not that great on the road. Uh, 14 points total, but minus three goal difference. Uh, last five, they've three wins, two losses, um, and they're actually on a two-game. They've won their last two games, so there's, I guess, something going for them. Um, yeah, they so, beat Salt Lake, so who's who's not really that good? Yeah. Mm, I mean, they, well, they can beat some teams, unfortunately, but yeah. All right, so Pat, since you're leading the predictions, you get to go first. What yeah. do you think is going to happen on Saturday? Well, let's put it this way: the Rebels right now playing some of the best soccer they've uh, played in a long time. I mean, they truly look unbeatable. 
Uh, and they're coming home against a subpar opponent and into a building where they really usually play their best. So naturally, they're going to lose. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, despite I was going to say, I thought I was supposed to be the, the pessimist. Of the <laughs> despite that nagging trap game feeling I have, I do still think they will come away victorious. Uh, um, I'm uh, I'm going to go with a pretty solid victory. Uh, I, I would be very surprised if they uh, let down. I mean, that letdown game is coming. I don't know when it's going to be, but it is coming. But I don't think it'll be this weekend. Uh, so I'm going to go with a three nothing win, uh, Rebels over Philadelphia. Happened already, and I think that was Chicago, and I think that was the holy crap! What are we doing? We're a really good team. How the fuck did we lose this game at home? Hmm. And well, yeah, but I mean, even like Philly sucks. I don't care that they beat. You figure in years past when they won the supporter shield, they've had like those early shit games, and then then they have that mm-hmm. one late one, that one late one where you're like, "Oh, we lost to Chivas, cool," you know, <laughs> and not the one in Mexico, the the one that used to exist. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't I don't think that this is going to be it. Yeah, I, I no. really don't. Uh, God damn, you said three nothing. I'm going. Oh, boy, do I go smart or do I just make fun of Philly? I'm going to make fun of Philly and say 4 nothing. Mm. Uh, uh, screw it, right? F them. Nice. I don't care about their dumb town. I hope their fans like get lost in that terrible city on the way here. I, I think they're honoring uh, Robles. Is, is Robles still out? Do we know anything about that? So I I, They haven't made it official, but... Um, the notes from the training report with, you know, like the, the coach chief from any report, uh, mm-hmm. ha- they talked to Ryan Mara about, about the Philly game. So I feel like that means that he's going to, to start. Uh, it's just not like the fact that the fact that they had him as one of the interview, one of the people they interviewed, I feel like that means that there's a likelihood he's starting this game. And okay. I think it's I think well it's again, less, even if he doesn't. I was gonna say I think it's a little less that you know Robles is sore because I mean he was on um he was on Sports Extra on Saturday or Saturday Sunday night I forgot which, which, which Sunday night uh, and he um, basically said that it was an MRI that revealed the problem so it's something other than just like you know I'm a little sore okay uh, but yeah either way if he starts or doesn't start Ryan Merrick continues to prove that he's a starter in MLS yeah, and we're just exactly. lucky to have him on this team because how much rust did that guy have this year? And oh, yeah. he made just some unbelievable saves. So I, I mean, the, the last team that, that he started was in USL last year. So, right. Right. And what did he do in USL? He just guided them to a final. Yeah. Well, and, and, that, and that wasn't even last year. He wasn't the main goalkeeper last year. he like, he put like the spot start last year at one point in an open cup. No, no, I'm saying for USL. Oh, for USL. Well, I was what I was going to say is that in USL, he led the, he helped lead the team to a title, right? But no, what yeah. I'm saying is that was 2016. So 2017, he wasn't a regular starter for the USL side. Oh, yes, correct. Starter. So it's not right. it's even more than just this year. He hasn't been a regular starter in two years. Right. In, 20, in 2017, he was uh, snorting cocaine off a stripper's boob. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Robles was such a on such a streak where you get away right. with it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we don't have to worry about goalkeeping. It's unbelievable. A lot of teams were like, "Oh no, we don't have our guy." But it just, we, it's not an issue. It's just not. Yeah, and Ryan, Ryan Mayer was never benched because he was bad. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, Robles, you're really good. You're just going to keep playing until something happens." And that thing didn't happen. You brought the hot hand. It yeah, it wasn't even that. Mayer got hurt. Right, got right. It, and then yeah, and then Robles came in was so phenomenal. Yeah, exactly. So again, we're just very fortunate to have these guys on the team. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and I think that's why you don't have to worry about this game and Mara being sloppy back there. Cause it's, it's not going to happen. Mm. All right. So I, I, I agree with everything you guys say. So I'm not going to talk much. I'm going to say four, one only cause Philly gets a, some sort of consolation prize mm. at the end of the game. We call that, you know, we've been calling that the backwards Thierry for a while now. Yeah. How do you like them apples, Rich Ransom? <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right. Uh, so I got the voicemail, but we're going to hold it off till the, till dumping ground. I feel like that's better. Okie dokie. Um, so, uh, real quick, New York Rebels 2, they haven't played since our last episode. Their next game is uh, Sunday. Wait, they did play. Shit, what the hell is wrong with me? I'm looking at the date on this. And I'm seeing this. Okay, I I put the wrong date last week. That's why. Uh. Yeah. So I, last week I said May 20th. No, they're playing this Sunday against Indy 11. But um, good for them. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Sky Blue FC had two games since we last recorded, and they've lost both games. Uh, 2-1 loss when they were hosting the North Carolina Courage, and then 1-0 loss at the Washington Spirit. But Carly Lloyd did have a sick free kick goal. She did. In that game against North Carolina Courage, she had a, a very sick goal at, at the end of the game. In the rain, too, right? It, it was a pretty good downpour. Rain, yeah. the game. Uh, and their Sky Blue's next match is this Saturday... Uh, against the Seattle Rain at 7 p.m., so pretty much right along the same time as uh, the Red Bulls. Yep. All right. So we got right now six items in dumping ground. Woo! All right. Make it seven. It's going off on the well, rails, this is, baby. Six is, six is with the voicemail. Oh, no, I, I have one, too. I just don't like oh. writing, typing things. So Fair enough. Was going to be so- a Liverpool... Jizz fest. That's right. I mean, come on. It's, <laughs> this, this is his version of Marsh jerking off in front of a mirror. So right. <laughs> give it to him for the, for the time being. Hey, guys, we're doing an audio par- podcast, and I'm still wearing my scarf right now. Yeah. Isn't that sad? Look. There you go. And you're the only one with video on. Yeah. <laughs> so I roll. I like looking at myself. I'm like Jesse. I'm just going to stare at myself this whole time. Uh, Jay, uh, do you have some porno music to play in the background? <laughs> yeah, where's uh, the music from our old, our old uh, recording way? We can just play that the whole time. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get late. Yeah, the soundboard so good works to have again. you back. It's great. What a treat. <laughs> How about Lowe's I, Common Denominator? Can we use that one? La, 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 Lowe's Common Denominator. <laughs> I made that one uh-huh. months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and the first week I went to go use it, I was like, shit, it's not working. <laughs> so... All right, uh, so here's the voicemail that we got last week. So what happened last week was we recorded on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and the voicemail came in like Thursday, or it was either Wednesday night or Thursday morning after we recorded. And um, so we, I basically said, well, we're not going to put this in now, so we'll save it. So uh, here's the voicemail we got from a very, very strange listener to the show. Oh, yeah, it's the Macho Man giving you a call today because I got a bone to pick. With the Red Bull Nation, huh? Everybody's getting around to this issue with the hashtag. Oh, yeah. The hashtag RBNY or NYRB. Makes more sense with the NYRB, but there is a book club out there. Yeah. So there really isn't much of a choice if you come down to think of it. So if you're arguing about something this stupid, please, for the love of God, yeah. Stop it for the macho, man. I have to come down from death to talk about this. Uh-huh. So with that said, yeah, find something better to talk about than the fucking hashtag. Oh, yeah. Go surreal. Is it over? <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was fucking amazing. That's I'm right, glad I did, did not hear that. Yeah, that's right, because I gave it to you guys, and you're like, no, I'm not going to listen to this. No, you know what happened to you? You sent it, and then it never downloads on my phone. So oh, I, I, Yeah, for some reason, it's probably on my phone. Um, I thought I did a great Macho Man. That was masterful. I don't want, please, whoever did it, don't tell me, because I don't want to know. I just want the Macho Man to keep calling in when he can. Macho Man, please, I beg of you. Yeah. You don't, don't have to do back. it every then, week. Then do not look at our... Um, get, you yeah, guess, to, to delete oh, they, re- they revealed themselves? No. Oh, Jay, no, Jay no, revealed no. himself. Nope. Uh, did I? Yeah, you, you said who it was. Oh, I don't remember saying that. But I mean, it's um, Macho Man. What are we talking about? Yeah. But I I, I, I know who it is. Because of the fact that it's Gmail. And oh, I, gotcha. So I, I can so I can identify who it is. I mean, there's only one person I would think it would be. All right, so I'm going to delete the email <laughs> and and the voicemail off of uh, 
Google Google Voices, so you can't watch or you can't go find right, so, out who it is. So what you're saying is now I'm the only one who doesn't know who it is. Apparently, pretty much. Okay, I don't. Then I it's still. I mean, it's got to be one person. There's only one person it could possibly be. Right? You want to guess? I. You, it's Macho Man, right? That's what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I would say you, it's. You, uh, if you want to? I'm going to guess it's the guy who had a birthday yesterday. Did he? I don't know. I would say, yeah, I, I saw it on the Facebook, so I would say, yeah, you're you're warm. You're very, very warm. <laughs> I'm warm, but I'm not right? Uh, scalding hot. That That's actually correct. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm, I'm like, I won't reveal who it is, but um, oh, my God. Me and him, me and the Macho Man are going to have a Macho Man voice off sometime. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, what question does the Macho Man actually show up, though? Like, 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 like Ghost of Macho Man? Yeah, right, because if you're going to have, like, uh, whatever you want to call it, like, a voice-off or whatever, mm-hmm. at some point, it's got to be like, you guys are doing this front. I'm coming. Like, fuck you. I'm coming down. I'm doing this. Show me how this is done kind of thing. Wait. Hold on. Ho- hold everything. I got something even better. Uh-oh. On a future episode, a future Patreon exclusive, what Whoa. if Ghost of Macho Man discuss Red Bulls with Braun Strowman? Ooh. Ah. And uh, what, Yakety uh, DJ, is he getting in there? Yeah. Oh, he's got her, right? He, he, Somebody's got to be the moderator. Yeah, he's got he's got to moderate the whole thing. <laughs> I, I like that idea. Yeah. You had to hear first, Macho Man Ghost and Braun Strowman. Have Speaking of, talk. when, when it, it's what? It's Strowman and the Splooge, right? That's, the splo- that's right, the Splooge. That's what? my name. When are we? When is Strowman and the Splooge getting together for the Patreon exclusive? We talked about this having a when Braun gets back from Europe. <laughs> hey, it's a good idea. Still and, on tour, and when uh, the Splooge gets his uh, anklet detached by the court and can leave the house. <laughs> hey, well, the beauty of the inter- internet is that he doesn't need to leave. So, unless the internet has been shut down. Because of the pictures he was downloading. <laughs> well, okay, that's a different issue. <laughs> we'll have to figure Ron, that out. Ron does not want to know what you're talking about. I don't think many do. Uh, no. All right, moving on. Um, Tyler Adams, as we talked about him being injured, now gets good news for him, sort of bad news for us. Uh, he will be leaving for uh, RB Leipzig at the end of the year. Um, he will at least finish out the MLS season, so at least we have that. But he is now going to Europe and most likely will be playing either in Bundesliga or most likely be on loan when he gets there in December, right? Because it's unlikely they're going to just insert him right away. Um, but what do you guys think of the move? Obviously, I, obviously, for the Red Bulls, it's bad. Well, it, for the New York Rebels, it's bad in the sense that we lose a good player. But overall, what do you think that this means? I mean, it's great for him. Uh, I know Pat's going to, the first thing Pat's going to say is great for the national team. Yep. Um, and I'm glad we're keeping him for the season because I think that's all we agreed upon before this season started. It was like, hey, we can get the full year out of him. That will be good. That's pretty much what we think was going to happen. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. how about let's just hope that he goes out, uh, on a big, big, big note. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. We can yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, yeah, no. if he doesn't, it's sad. Yeah, that's like everybody's fault. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you can be sad about this, but you can't be mad about this. This is that we everyone saw this coming. Uh, as soon as he started racking up, um, you know, as soon as he started racking up uh, cash with the national team, and, and yes, like Truman said, uh, it is great for the national team to see our young players uh, and so many of them, for that matter, playing in some of the bigger leagues in Europe. Uh, MLS is improving, but it is not there yet. Um, so you definitely want to see your guys uh, against top competition. Uh, it would be nice. I mean, my guess is with him probably going in the winter, he may not play that much. I wouldn't be shocked to be. I think I've seen some reports saying he'll get, immediately get loaned out to Salzburg um, to get his feet wet. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it's great for him. It sucks for us. You know, that's the one thing that sucks about being a feeder league, which, Hey, look, that's what we are. Is that those, those wonderful players that those homegrown players that have that talent eventually do leave us. And, so, and we are like yeah. the feeder team. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, can is there any other team? I mean, no, none of us are going to do this research, but can you think of another team in this league that just like gives more? Uh, I mean, like I think Galaxy has given a few players to Mexico, but other than that, yeah. I mean, I, we what Miazga? I mean, Tim Ream is playing in the championship playoff this uh, weekend. Um, yeah, we certainly do have those those players. I mean, I mean even unfortunately. Dave- I was going to say, but, even Davis got looks like a year or two ago. Yeah. Like, and Salzburg would seriously consider him at one point. Josie. I mean, how do you even forget Josie? Right. Josie. Uh, Michael Bradley. Uh, if you want to go back that far, yeah. Michael Bradley. Yep. Uh, Tim Howard. Um, yep. But yeah. There's certainly a lot of talent that has come through here. And I think with the, um, the academy system being, you know, at its peak at the moment, um, and with plenty of, obviously, plenty of opportunity to grow still. Um, you're going to see more of those guys uh, jumping across these. So it's it's good. It's great for the national team. Uh, and to a certain extent, I think it's great for the Red Bulls. I mean, if, if they could somehow make that a selling point, like, hey, you're going to see future. Ooh, some bats are flying around my head. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's if you can make that a selling point to people, um, like to see some uh, future national team players in Red Bull Arena, that'd be great. But, of course, people still aren't going to come. Our fan base. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so next is something we got to talk about because we we were asked about it directly. Um, so what was it? Two weeks ago was the U.S. Open or not? Sorry, the Gold Cup like tease that the Red Bulls did. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. yeah, about a week and a half ago, I think. Yeah. So whenever the Red Bulls did the the Gold Cup tease. Um, and now that they had some big news, um, one of the things that became, I, I guess at this point, almost like a movement, although it's not, <laughs> not that wide of movement yet, but something that did become a, a thing is, uh, $1 hot dog night. Uh-huh. Uh, if you do not know what a $1 hot dog night is, it's a very simple concept. All the hot dogs are dollar for the night. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Explained. Simple yes. enough. Uh, so Viking Army asked, or their Twitter account anyway, um, asked us to give their our opinion on $1 hot dog night. And if I, I guess if we support it uh, happening at Red Bull Arena. Well, I think if you don't, Support it. You're either uh, a vegetarian or dumb. It's one of those two. Or un-American because hot dogs are yeah. American. I mean, right? I, first of all, every team on the planet has done this except for the NFL because they need to charge you as much as possible to everything you do. Uh, but, I mean, come on. Dollar hot dogs doesn't love it. And, and the genius about dollar hot dog is that you go to a game. You didn't eat yet, right? You're hungry. You don't want to pay a light. You get the hot dog, which is what? Five dollars? Mm. Right. But you think, well, it's five bucks. I'm only going to get one. People see dollar hot dogs and are like, I'm going to buy 50. And I'm going to eat them all because they're only a dollar. Yeah, you're pretty much going to have the South Ward go to shit because it's pretty much turned into a uh, hot dog eating contest. <laughs> you want to talk about. <laughs> you want to be a meat sweat central. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wrong and I'm breathing. I think when I'm not joking, I'm not a hot dog. The. Um... When I lived in Jersey, the Liquid Blue Claws, and I'm, I'm pretty sure they still do it, had uh, what they call Thirsty Thursday, and it was uh, $1 draft beer. So it was, you know, like an eight-ounce cup and uh, 50 cent wings. And I swear, like, all, like when I'd been there and the stadium was, like, actually semi-full, the wings were gone by the third inning. <laughs> Everybody went for the wings. I went to a dollar hot dog night at a... Um, Lowell Devils game. So it was the New Jersey Devils uh, minor league team in Lowell, Massachusetts. Okay. I go there. Uh, there was maybe 80 people at this game. They had dollar hot dogs. Here was the problem. No buns. So they were giving it to you on bread. Nice. Bread. That might have been the lowest of dollar hot dog nights that I've ever experienced. Yeah. Now, my general opinion of dollar hot dog is uh, sure. <laughs> right, right, exactly right. Okay, maybe not, maybe if you make it for charity, it'd be kind of cool. It'd be extra cool, but uh, yeah, sure, why not? Uh, the only thing I'm going to caution is that make sure you understand what you get into with dollar hot dog night, right? You're, I, listen, I guarantee people buy; they'll spend more money on dollar hot dog night than they would at any other night. 
of buying oh, hot dogs. Absolutely. Because they're going to go insane. It just wouldn't be Hebrew National. It would be A&P hot dogs. And you may be right. saying to yourself, A&P doesn't exist anymore. And I'm just saying, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> <You're> correct. <laughs> it's gonna be all from AMP and Super Fresh, so mm-hmm. watch out. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, uh, U.S. Open Cup. Pat's favorite topic in the world. <laughs> uh. Uh, it's now back in. Uh, it's time for the Red Bulls to enter the Open Cup. Uh, they will enter in the fourth round, and their first game is uh, Wednesday, June sixth. Which, by the way, will make them end up playing uh, three games in seven days. Uh, they will host NYCFC on the 6th at 7.30 p.m., so if you want to go to um, Red Bull Arena to see it, obviously you have a chance to go out there because uh, that's the only game that week that will be at home. The other two are on the road. So hmm. I'll go. I'm going. I mean, how can I turn this game down, right? How can I turn? If you could do it, sure. Yeah. I, I think I have to. I can't. I know. We just we can't get enough of beating them up. So, mm. and I, I'm gonna love some uh, Ben Mind starting in this game. It's gonna be so sweet. No, this team's stupid. They're gonna start starters. Uh, well, I so Jay, who, what what are the games uh, sandwiched here? Uh, it's New England away. Ah, just closed the tab, of course. Uh, New England away and what's the other one? Uh, Columbus away. Oh, so not not too bad travel games then. No, but it's th- it's still the fact that it's two away games. I, I think this is one where you'll definitely see a, a multitude of B guys because you're playing two Eastern Conference games. It's it's not where like you're going to uh, Portland, you know, where you're like okay, maybe we can throw this game away like they did earlier. You know, early in the year, I think this will definitely be a straight up uh, B plus team. Uh, so I'm, I'm not convinced. I think it's the the team is caved to the uh, the small minority that cares about the Open Cup, and uh, they play starters for this thing. And especially it being New York City FC, they're not going to do it. And look, I'm of the opinion this, this team is on a roll in the regular season. Uh, you don't mess with that. Um, I know every. I know there's many of you out there who think the Open Cup is super important, and it adds to the trophy case. Um, but it's not the trophy. It, it, it's not the only thing that's going to exercise the Red Bulls trophy demons is MLS Cup, and so I am of the belief that you do everything you can to make that the priority. Now, if the Red Bulls go and run, I, I absolutely do agree with make, inserting a starter here, a starter there, and increasing that level of starters as you move on in the tournament. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think they'll put starters. I think I wouldn't be shocked if they play. They either take one of the, those two games off, um, you know, or they, they, they legit throw starters out for three straight games. It, it wouldn't shock me. I, I think those, those decisions would be a mistake. But, hey, my opinion amongst the hardcores is not popular. Uh, so whatever. I mean, I... I was wondering if they're going to keep Brian Merritt in if uh, Robles wasn't back yet, but hearing you talk, I'm like, no, they're going to keep him in. Yeah, that, that well, that's what's clear. I mean, the goal you can kind of run out there multiple times a week. Yeah, but I I think it's the, the way Jesse's handled things. I think you'll see, unless there's like a major downturn next few weeks, I, I think you'll see the starters out there. Yeah, I, so. I think they they caved. It came to the small vocal minority, and you know, despite what the crowd will be. Yeah, well, we'll see. Mm. All right. Um, now, moving away from the Red Bulls, uh, FC Cincinnati. Who, if I remember correctly, we beat them in the semifinals of the Open Cup last year. Yes, I think. Yeah. Uh, so they are expected to join MLS next year. They just apparently got approval for their stadium that they've been looking to build. So uh, how is that possible? What do you mean? How is it possible that they're expected to join the league next year when you already have um, Nashville, right? Nashville, right? Not Memphis. It's Nashville Nashville. on the radar and Miami appearing in, I don't know, 27 years from now. I mean, Miami doesn't exist technically yet, so they don't have any players. But I, I don't know. I just think this is kind of weird. 
So apparently Cincinnati's been on the radar for a while. It's just kind of it was hinging on the fact that they didn't have a stadium. So now I think I so the way I understand it is because that the stadium they were looking to get has been approved. That was the last thing needed to get the buy in from MLS. So like because they have a stadium that's gonna happen, that MLS will allow them into the league. Kind of a thing. So like they may play a year or two where they play now at the University of Cincinnati, but after that, like they'll move in to their own stadium kind of thing. And do you believe that this definitely spells the end of the crew? Uh no, not necessarily. Because there's still that kind of long shot pending lawsuit that people are bringing to, to keep them there. Um, although honestly, I think if Cincinnati had entered the league say three years ago with the with the support they have, then maybe it would have helped the crew stay. Mm-hmm. Now you you have a actual rival that's like re- relatively close to you. Like yeah. Chicago was probably the closest, but they're I, I don't know like at least like what five six hours away. Where Cincinnati's got to be closer than that. So, I mean, just, way closer. But I, yeah. I, I feel it's yeah. It's either one of the two. It's like, hey, here's Cincinnati. Let's have a good rivalry to keep the crew there. Or, hey, crew fans, here's your new team. Yeah, you know. I mean, Cincinnati's already selling out their stadium, and they're getting like what fifteen, sixteen thousand per. So, right. I don't, it's not like Cincinnati's hurting for fans at this point. No, they're not. But it, it could be one of those things that maybe soften the blow. I mean, crew fans, I'm not saying they're dumb enough to actually go, I'm just going to root for Cincinnati. But that could be an MLS thought. Yeah. I, I mean, it could be. Hopefully not, but it could be. Um, but, yeah, so they're expected to to join the league next year. Um, so That's we'll see. crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's crazier. Honestly, it's crazier giving David Beckham a franchise what, like, Five years ago now, well, right, well, that's, that's a something. That was uh, he was he negotiated that when he signed with the league. So yeah, you know, at, at least Cincinnati has a stadium, unlike some other team nearby. Yeah. <laughs> mm, cough, cough. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right, so this is according to Sports Illustrated. Um, so they secured a downtown stadium, which is the the reason that they would join the league. Um. 2019, they would play at Nippert, at University of Cincinnati's Nippert Stadium, and the club has been addressing improvements necessary to host the game at the 40,000-seat venue, and then they'll play... Uh, let's see. So they're going to build a new stadium in the city's West End neighborhood that's expected to open in 2021 with a 21,000-seat uh, capacity. Nice. Good for them. So. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not booing uh, Cincinnati's welcome to MLS. I just thought it was so sudden that it was like, oh, by the way, boom, next year, here they are. Yeah, it's very sad, but it's long overdue. I mean, they don't sure. have fan posts. Sure. Uh, so, right. so what you were talking about was apparently for uh, teams 25 to 26, Nashville, Cincinnati, Sacramento, and Detroit were the finalists named for this search in November. So I think Nashville is still. The run, or the next the next team up. Well, they clearly are because they have been officially been approved. Been that's, that's a team, right? Right, that's happening. It's just I think it's Nashville's waiting for something to kick in before they can officially join. Where Cincinnati, since they got the approval, it's okay. You're good now. We'll, we'll right. bring you in. All right. Uh, so Pat, next one's yours. Oh yeah. So there's a uh, rumors that apparently right now Ernie Stewart is. Ne- Negotiating to be the U.S. Soccer General Manager. Uh, general Manager will be responsible for those who may have been following this whole uh, debacle since Cordero's uh, election. You know, he, the General Manager will be responsible for hiring and firing all the coaches. Um, you know, and kind of keeping U.S. Soccer all together and kind of on the same page, uh, stuff like that. So, you know, if he gets the job. Uh, you can maybe expect a head coach soon, although I, may, I imagine they'd wait till after the World Cup. Um, so it's it's interesting. I mean, I, he he's been a front office guy for Philadelphia in the last couple of years, and uh, well, we know that's gone. <laughs> I, I suppose the plus is he doesn't exactly have to work with the salary cap with uh, U.S. soccer. 
Um, so there's that. Uh, and he wasn't, he did have a few front office gigs in the Netherlands as well, but I don't know how those went or as to what his responsibilities were. So he's got experience. Um, and, uh, he's got, you know, he's a U.S. soccer, uh, former player and all that good stuff. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And, and also as the, as a GM of the U.S. Soccer Federation, really you're not going out and, buying players and finding players. You know who the players are going to be. It's really he's just going to need to find the proper exactly coaches management to surround this team to yeah. to help them improve. That's really what it is. is you know. Right. So if he brings in Jim Curtin, then we're fucked. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that would not be good. All right, so last topic for me. Uh, who you got in the Champions League? Madrid. I'm not sure. I because Zidane had to come out and say that none of the Liverpool players could play for for Madrid. I feel like <laughs> I feel like that's just going to completely backfire on them. But it is Cristiano Ronaldo, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I. I, I mean, clearly Madrid's the heavy favorite. Um, I just want 400 goals in this game, and it's what I expect. Please, please do not give us a boring final like so many finals have been. <laughs> are just it where each team is just terrified to make a mistake. Yeah. And it just makes for, like, these god-awful finals. I don't see that happening with these two teams. I just don't see it. Uh, I've watched almost every game for Liverpool, and they have such an insane front three. There's no reason Mo Salah is not going to start in this game. I really, 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 really want Liverpool to win because I don't get to see my soccer teams in the finals too often. Mm, Touche. You know, so I kind of need this to happen. (laughs) Uh, I'm really, really hoping it happens. But I I expect it's going to be a fun game. I I really do. Give me like a 4-4. You will not like this, but give me 4-4 that goes to penalty kicks. Oh, my God. No. Oh. Well, you know what? Liverpool does okay in PK, so Ugh. that'd be all right. You know, if they bring back Yerzy Dudek to uh, play goalie, they'll they'll win. Right. All right. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah. Yep. Well, you got one more thing. You got the um, terrible team of the week. Oh, yeah. Uh, San Jose blows. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, See, it's the easiest thing. You know what happened? They they uh they built a new stadium and they went to Crap Town right afterwards. Nice. So this is terrible. They lost a home to DC. Three <laughs> one, I believe, was the final score. So that is god awful when you let pretty much the worst team in the league beside yourselves fly across the country and beat your beat you in your own building. Yeah. God yeah. Lord. You get beat at home by Benny Ball. Oof. Yeah, that is Which, absolutely thoroughly embarrassing. By the way, how does he still have a job? Honestly, I don't know. New, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. It's the only reason. New stadium. That's yeah, it. Yeah. That is it. And if he doesn't succeed in the next, oh my God, do you are you allowed to get through the rest of the season if you suck? Um, and they go, well, we'll give you a full year in a new stadium in Wayne Rooney. Yeah, because it really is mind boggling, isn't it? Oh, for sure. Yeah, well, we'll see. Well, Rooney's in, I guess we didn't talk about it. Rooney's in D.C. supposedly to um, negotiate a contract, so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. All right, so anything else before we wrap up the show? I got nothing. Oh, except for if you, uh, if you want to sponsor Forza Lucci, you should probably hit me up. Word. Unfortunately, you can't sponsor Beefcake because he already has a sponsor, Historic Custom Tattoos in Wachung, New Jersey. There you go. <laughs> and you can't sponsor Tara Callaway because Cloud9's got her. There you go. And you can't have Oleg because Phil Hoover's got him. So, yeah. But there's still a bunch of awesome dudes. I want to know who's going to sponsor Matt McIntosh this year. Ooh. The most hated man in Forza Lucha. Who's going <laughs> to step up? Who's got, who's got the cojones? I mean, Pat's a heel, right? Sure. I'm We're already sponsoring the show. Yeah. <laughs> True. All right. Uh, let's wrap this one up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash rebel rant. That's P A T R E O N.com slash rebel rant. 
$1 a month. All you need to listen to exclusive content. Uh, next week, we'll be doing a May wrap-up show. We emailed a guest. We're waiting for them to get back to us. Hopefully, they'll say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe Broad and the Splooge makes his return. There you go. Officially makes his return. Since it was an unofficial show last time. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh, if you want to email us during the week, redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to leave us a voicemail like the Macho Man did today, uh, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash rebelrant on Twitter at redbullrant for the show at Dr. Stooge for myself at pmacda 2 for Pat at the Truman. For Truman, subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, SoundCloud. Pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast, you'll, you'll see it. Um, last words before we get out of here. Philadelphia, you're so trash that your number one fan who listens to our show doesn't even live in the same state. And is considering <laughs> leaving for us. Yes. So <laughs> with all that in mind, Red Bulls, uh, don't F this one up and win. Yeah, come on, boys. Let's win this one. All right, for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 265 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out. Lights.